0: I just hope all of this business gets over with quickly, it uh, seems quite apparent that the other company was trying to get rid of any evidence of the drug smuggling, so we'll we'll ask these questions and then um, beat a hasty retreat. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel: Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the well-roasted Dusters.
1: Hello, I'm Lena, also known as Belladora Wild.
0: I'm Zach, and I play
2: Finnegan Ballman.
3: I'm John, I go by CobraMight Online, and I play Clydes Loop.
0: Um, I I have to just stop and clarify something. Uh, Lena, do you are you also known as Belladora Wild? Is that a real life alias for you? I don't know. Is it? Uh, do people call you Bella in real life? Because that just blew my mind.
1: <laughs> no, just known as that in the podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, it was just that that, that phrase was like, "Whoa." <laughs> um, let's jump back in. We are going to start back up, um, I think, the day that the inspector is going to show up. Um, And so, just to kind of review, because it's been a while for us players, um, Clytus is going to be dressed in his business clown outfit. Yes. Yes. Um, Why don't you go ahead and describe that outfit again for us?
3: Basically, you know, like, normal clown face paint, except, you know, instead of a smile, he's got a frown. And he's got, like, dark-rimmed glasses painted onto his face. They're not actually on his face. They're painted. But he's still got, like, the Petunia-esque hat. And uh, he's got, like, a roughed-up business suit that's had, like, the, the sleeves torn off. Not clean-cut, but just torn off. And he's got, like, these oversized trousers with, like, a black-and-white check pattern... And oversized, like, Ronald McDonald red shoes. And he's carrying a very proper looking, like, the only part of his outfit that actually looks truly like a businessman is his briefcase. And it is a black leather briefcase with metal latches and, you know, like the three-digit tumblers
0: for the lock. (laughs) Is, Is there a water bladder in that suitcase, John? There, there, no, there's one in the hat. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but the suitcases—is there a pie in that suitcase? What is in this clown suitcase? Am I right, guys?
3: Oh, I was just gonna have like documents <laughs> written all in crayon, but I like the idea of a pie as well.
0: I, if a clown is carrying a suitcase, it's to get into clown chicaneries. Uh, so, like, it, it's there's like a huge water bladder or a pie. There's got to be something clown-related in there if you're really gonna sell this.
2: Oh
3: yeah, I'm, I'll go I'll go with the pie, but it's hidden at I'd, first but under I'd like to I'd like those to think that it's just full of
2: right red on. noses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like those little toy snakes that expand when you open up a container.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it's got to have some of those in there as well.
0: <laughs> Depends on what combination you put in there. You open up one and then there's just a handkerchief, but when you pull the handkerchief, it keeps coming and then if it you close good. it back up and put in another combination, there's the pie.
2: That's brilliant.
0: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't think Clytus would have time to make something that elaborate. So I think the, the briefcase in the pie is... Uh, um, why don't you give me a, a resources role to acquire uh, all of that, John? Okay. The pie in the briefcase.
3: Oh, uh, and there definitely has to be spring snakes in it now that uh, Lelina brought it up. <laughs> and at least one red clown, note. So you know, you know when he's doing serious business. If we
2: could go full clown car, there could be other clowns inside it.
3: <laughs> oh, he got threes.
0: Yeah, with uh threes, you you were able to find um you are in a Lendo, after all um a uh you know you not terribly sophisticated but like you you can do some clown tricks with your briefcase now.
3: Um and and of course it's got papers that have just literally been stolen from the boards.
0: The boards that you're using to plan it?
3: Yeah, yeah. Other posts.
0: Oh, those boards. Okay, okay. Um, I forgot the uh, evil that I unleashed upon. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, (laughs) if you're listening, I am so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, what is Finn doing to be prepared? I'll give everybody one beat to uh, do last-minute stuff.
2: So Finnigan is basically going to... uh, set himself up kind of as a technical supervisor, where he's kind of in charge of the stage-handing things uh, that happen behind the scenes, so he's not planning on talking much, because that's not exactly his strong suit.
0: Uh, Is there anything specific you want to do to kind of sell that?
2: Um, well, he's got the look down, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, But he might be he might have something like some lights or something that he's tinkering with or uh, something along those lines. He might act like he's actually working on something specific for the show to kind of give it that sense of authenticity. Okay.
0: Um. And uh, Bella, how about you?
1: Well, uh, Bella got her hair all did and she is all outfitted now as Roselle Eckham. So now she's going to be doing a lot of socializing and uh, trying to put their name out there to make this whole thing seem legit.
0: Oh, that's right. We did have at least that one more set. Um, so what do we want to make this? I think that this is definitely going to be Charm. Um, and then we're going to give you a plus one for your Skillful Manipulator and a plus one for your Brassy Personality. Uh, I don't think nice. you've gotten that one yet, but like you're trying to stand out, and that definitely works to your favor.
1: Okay, I think that's enough dice. Oh, that's way too many dice <sighs> that was oh, baby, that is fives and three nudges
0: um, yeah, with fives and three nudges, um even just in this small amount of time, you've been able to put in um enough appearances in enough places and make enough of a, a impression that um the the whole town is talking about uh it, wh- what what were you talking about when you were there were you like building up the train or really just kind of building up yourself and your own personality
1: um it probably would have been a little bit of both but it primarily would have been focusing on the whole aspect of this new untapped industry for train related entertainment and um yeah, just giving credence to the whole idea that this business is for real.
0: Um so with the three three nudges alone is enough to like benefit the whole party. Um so I'm going to give a couple options here. I can give everybody a plus one moving forward to their next role or even keep it in reserve for a role that you want to add it to in the course of this episode. Um Bella, you could have done this all so successfully that it took far less time and you could take another action and catch a beat, which is something that we haven't used very often, uh, which is a mechanic. Or um, or I can do some mysterious third effect that I won't really reveal until it's appropriate. I'm
1: intrigued by Same this here. mysterious third yeah, let's effect. Let's take what's
3: behind door number three.
0: All right, uh, door number three it is. I I think that's the more fun option, too. Um, Yay! uh, It is the morning of. um, Is there any last-minute role-playing that you guys want to do, um, either with yourselves or um, with Punk, um, Hinston, before things get
2: rolling? I'd imagine I'd be working with Hinston in order to procure some kind of... uh, you know rigging uh rigging and setups and things like that, just so it looks like I'm actually working on something
0: uh yeah, go ahead and give me uh resources roll. We'll use that as your uh beat last time that um didn't really get taken
2: okay uh three ones
0: uh three ones you're able to get some like uh very uh, let's let's do this way with three ones you have been able to procure like a little model train set and Ooh. like uh like little to scale pieces of equipment so it can look like you're kind of planning from a, a larger scale using the, that without having to like lug the equipment around the actual train car
2: can i ha- also have Little miniature, uh, like action figures that are bas- basically crash test dummies.
0: Um, I think with the ones that you've maybe been able to like make some yourself out of things that you found around, like, like you've, I was you've able maybe to like, some together. glued a couple nails to a bolt and a wing nut, so it's like a rudimentary body and head, and like you've got a couple other things like that, and like some of them, like you've put like a clown nose on top of one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. so like it, it's very homebrew D&D like this this piece of candy <laughs> is the dragon and this lego is my wizard Um, is how the rest of it looks but you were able to find like a model train set
2: um, okay
0: and like a couple like fashion together a couple pe- like things that look like uh pieces of equipment like lights and things
2: mm-hmm. cool yeah and how many resources does that take
0: Uh, it'll just erase your negative one Okay, so uh, any last-minute role-playing before the inspector gets there?
2: Not right now. I'm playing with my trains.
0: Well, I see at least he's getting in the role. Okay. Um. So a uh, couple hours after, um, you know, most people wake up. Maybe not Clytus. Um. There's a knock on the door, and Hinston goes to answer it. And um, he brings in this very diminutive looking man. Um, He's got like a light brown jacket. Um, It doesn't really fit him that well. Um, He's got a hat that kind of looks a little disheveled on his head. And he's got um, big round uh, glasses on his face. And as he walks in, um, he kind of like takes a look around and um, he pulls a handkerchief and like sneezes into it a little bit. um, And then takes a couple uh, steps forward looking to uh, try and locate everybody.
1: Um, I am immediately stepping forward, and I am going to go over and shake his hand, um, not aggressively, but it's, like, borderline aggressive, and I'm gonna get really close to him and be like, hey there, darling, so I hear you are interested in our business proposal?
0: My name is Stefan Haben. um, I'm actually an inspector with the constabulary. I'm here to question you about the events of the uh, well, we're calling it the the day of the exploding train. Uh, it's a little dramatic down at the office, you know. They like to have their fun, but uh, uh, I'm just here to ask you some questions because um, your train was actually right alongside it, and uh, you know there's quite a bit quite a bit of confusion as to you know why that would even be allowed. So, uh, hello. Well, hi. I'm Roselle Eckham
1: uh uh hired the oh my god what were what were they called the circus (laughs) (laughs) it's completely out of character i just do not remember
0: uh Um, fantastic circus and and allomantic feats uh i'll give you that one for free (laughs) but uh you're not going to get many more of those dm saves without spirit rolls in the future
1: well, I hired a uh, ringling to help me with a little business venture, and uh these two are my uh employees uh fellas do you want to introduce yourselves
2: ah uh, i I'm Finn I do technical stuff
0: uh <laughs> technical stuff
2: um hmm. oh you know like pushing things here when I'm told to push things here. Pushing things there when I'm told to push things there, and then making things go whoosh when they need to go whoosh.
0: Well, that does sound very technical, and he kind of like leans over and nudges Hinston and gives like a little chuckle. <laughs> and uh, Hinston just kind of like looks over and raises an eyebrow.
3: Meanwhile, uh, Clydes oh. is just standing stiffly in line, waiting his turn.
0: Staring forward. Um, so uh, after like, not getting a response from Hinston, um, Stefan will move down and stand right in front of Clytus and say, uh, Stefan, it's nice to meet you. <clears> and <throat> he puts his hand out. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> and Clytus pretends to like push up the bridge of the non-existent glasses painted on his face. Pleasure, <throat> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, he, he extends his hand for a shake. I'm um, Doctor Jithrod Boslow, uh, PhD in Clown Bizarrgy.
0: Yes, <clears throat> a, a, a doctor, <laughs> a, a clown doctor. Of right. course, this is serious business. Clowning is serious business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at serious at s r z underscore b i z on Twitch. Uh, sorry, I just had to plug Adventure Ink there. Uh well, serious business. Um, where where did you study? Where did you get your uh, your degree? I'd never heard of a degree in bizology? Uh, remember, clown bizology, Yes, it's um,
3: the official clown bizo- un- uncertified bronze rated Ellendale mm. School of Clowning and Clown Businessology. It's
0: a correspondence a- course,
3: of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's quite a diverse background here, um. Well, no, uh I just have a couple of questions for each of you. This really shouldn't take up too much time. Um Hinston, do you have a uh a separate office where I could get set up? So um, Hinston waits for just a second and then um kinda looks around and uh there is an office in the warehouse, um and so he goes over and he opens it up and uh at uh Stefan's direction puts a table and two chairs in there. Um, so, we're just- it's gonna be a very easy chat. I just want to know what happened, what you saw, see if we can get to the bottom of whatever it was that happened there. Um, so, uh, who- who would like to speak to me first? Oh, don't be shy! Don't be shy. Well, I- I suppose that- uh, I was just thinking
1: about my business pitch, but I would be- I would absolutely love- Talking to you first, darling. Yes,
0: of course. I, of course, I mm, come right in. Come right in.
1: I fluff my hair and I go into the room.
0: All right, and uh, I'm going to pull you over into a- another chat. Oh wow! Ooh. Okay.
2: And uh, before before you do that, Trevor, I'm gonna make an aside to uh, to Clytus and is like, I almost slipped up. I almost said I make things go boom when I'm told to make them go boom. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, it would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't, uh, Mr. Uh, <clears> Technical <throat> Guy. Mr. Technical Guy. Alright, we will be back in a couple minutes. Entering private chat. Um, please, just uh, make yourself comfortable, and we'll get through this as quickly as possible.
1: Oh, of course, and by all means, would you like a glass of water, Mr.?
0: I would, oh, I'm fine. I really, uh, I, mean, I sure, have to have a special brand a of water. Of water no, really, it, really it, it affects my constitution. I really shouldn't. Um, and he, uh, he'll, he takes the water, but he just kind of sets it to the side.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to like lean myself on the edge of the table and uh, go, well, I'm really glad that you dropped by today because I mean, I have this super exciting business venture and i'm just so thrilled to tell you all about it so um i employed ringling uh as part of this new venture of mine and uh well essentially what it is is i mean have you ever been on a train uh mr stefan
0: uh yes i i sometimes get sent out to the other cities to try and identify some of their stranger things. Um, but I'm, I'm quite familiar with trains, and um, he has pulled out a notebook and he has started taking notes on the things that you're telling him.
1: Well, darling, train rides, they can be just so unbelievably boring, right?
0: I suppose so.
1: Haven't you ever wanted your train rides to be a little bit more exciting?
0: Well, if I wanted excitement, I I could have gone other ways in, in the police department, but I'm uh, more, of a, more of a calm and collected kind of person.
1: I slam my hand down on the table in front of him and I go,
0: CLOWNS! He jumps <laughs> like a foot. Clowns is the answer. <laughs> uh, is that why you have your, your friend in there the, with the, the business clownology degree? Absolutely, he is the best at what he does. Just bringing smiles to people's faces is what he lives for. Um. So what? Uh, what made you decide to go on this particular route? Um, this train.
1: Uh. Well, I- I'm not entirely sure. I think that it was just a matter of convenience.
0: Okay, and he uh he writes a couple notes. Um, did you see anything strange that day?
1: Well, uh, to be honest with you, I spent most of my time inside the train car, so there wasn't a lot to be seen. I did catch a bit of the performance, played a little role myself. Uh, I like to have a little bit of a personal touch in my own business ventures, so I uh, did a little bit of the clowning myself as well, um, but... Yeah, other than that, it was a raging success, I would say. Yes,
0: but what about the explosion? Did you see anything strange, you know, anything that would have... You know, we're we're trying to get to the bottom of the explosion. It's all very good about your little clown act. Very, very sure that it will be wild success of. But what did you see about the explosion?
1: Explosion, I'm, I'm not really sure that I saw very much. Like I said, I was in the train car for most of the time. But I'm really glad that you say that it's going to be a raging success because, you see, we've got some openings for, uh, you know, a little bit of investment. And as you say, it's going to be such a raging success that um, I think it would be quite profitable for you to uh, look into our business ventures a little bit um, in more personal detail, and I would be happy to provide you, uh, the details for how to go about investing in our little escapade. I give him a big old smile.
0: Uh, go ahead and give me a charm roll. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Um, three's in a nudge. I I mean, there is more pressing business to get to first, but I suppose if you have, you know, some sort of literature or a card or something, I could look into it in the future, and maybe decide.
1: Darling, I would be happy to provide you all of the information that you need.
0: Um, do you, like, have anything to hand him, or are you, you're just, uh...
1: Um, do you think it's reasonable for me to have a business card? I don't imagine that I would have gotten very many made up, but I might have had, like, just a small handful to give to people as I was bumping shoulders and whatnot. Um... All those, I guess, is the phrase.
0: I'm gonna make this a spirit roll. Okay.
1: Nope, that's nothing
0: yeah you weren't able to get anything made for the occasion because you um you're used to just going out and you're you are your own calling card um you, people don't forget bella
1: that is very fair um so i'm just going to reach into my pocket and pretend like i'm looking for something and then go oh darn you know what i've just run out of business cards but i would be happy to drop by down to your office and drop one off in person, whenever you have a moment.
0: Uh, yeah, he'll he'll go ahead and like tear out a small piece of paper from his notebook and he'll um jot some lines down and then kind of scoot it over towards you. Um, now I understand that there were some of the clowns on the car at uh, the of the other train at uh, at one point of the performance. Is is that correct?
1: I'm not sure that I saw that part. Um, I know that there was a bit of an acrobatics act happening um, as part of Ringling Circus. It was fascinating. You should definitely watch it sometime. They have, like, lurchers and (laughs) quenchots launching people up into the air. It's it's incredible. Stefan, you really have to see it at some point, darling. It is magnificent.
0: Um, so... It doesn't. It doesn't seem like you very, You know, Ringling and his act all that well. I mean, is, is, would we that just be fair to say?
1: Together, yeah.
0: Um. So you wouldn't know if there were anyone of you know, say, one of his clowns, who might have a reason to be involved in noble noble house sabotage, corporate sabotage, um. You know, or anything of that nature.
1: Oh, no, darling, I have no idea about any of that. I am a big supporter of the corporations, as you might expect, being a business person myself.
0: How well do you know your your two business associates? Or three, I should say. But um, I've already had quite a long chat with Hinston.
1: Uh, We've been working together for a while, not an awful long time. Um... Yeah, it's... I don't know them too well. I know that Finn, uh... And she goes very distant for a moment, like she's thinking very hard about something that she knows about Finn. (laughs) You know, he's very unassuming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Find something, find something. Nope, I got nothing. (laughs) Um... hmm. Alright, um, do you, do you suppose there could be anything that might make, uh, that they have might a motive or, you know, be using this performance to further their own goals?
1: I mean, I can't say that we're very close personal associates, so I wouldn't know.
0: Well, I'm very sorry to take up your time. I appreciate you being so frank with me, but I think I've got everything I need right here.
1: Perfect. Well, I will drop by with that business card for you, and I look very forward to seeing uh, how we might be in touch in the future.
0: I'm looking forward to it myself, and uh, he gives a big smile that does seem pretty genuine. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will jump back in with the other ones until I steal someone else away. Okay. Meanwhile,
2: after these, after this message from our okay. sponsors. Uh, we don't have
3: sponsors, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: we damn well
3: should. Well, that might cross the line into copyright issues. Yeah, no. Yeah, normally I'd be saying let's talk shit, but I'm I'm too tired. I don't I don't have any ideas.
2: Uh, you you put all you had into uncertified bronze-rated Ellendale School of Clowning and Clown Businessology. Right.
3: Correspondence course, of course.
2: Correspondence, yeah. Now does now does one have to be uh does one have to be referred to that program? No, no. You
3: you just need to put your name out on the boards.
2: Oh, uh, uh, the boards, well, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> where
3: where else would you find the official uncertified bronze rated Ellendale School of Clowning and Clown Businessology Correspondence Course?
2: That's how anything gets around in that this town true. anymore. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, oh, uh, what have we done? A joke that will keep on giving for months to come. <laughs> Uh, at, least, at least four. I mean, there's pretty much almost nothing that you can't bring as a call back oh, to the God, boards.
2: Yeah. Oh, the boards. I I don't know. I, th- I think the School of Clowning and Clown Businessology will be coming back for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> oh, good lord.
3: This does remind me a little bit. Uh, one of my proudest moments as a, a GM... I was running a star Wars campaign and Trevor was part of this one and, um, mm-hmm. they had just like, uh, illegally landed in this spaceport. Um, they, they're this was like the uh, classic star Wars era, you know, so they were with the rebels mm-hmm. and they just had a bunch of tech scan them and found this tracking device that, that had been put on them. Um, had that taken off, and then the, the the leader guy was like, "Okay, you know, we've we've got someone planted in customs, so you should have no problems. Just you know, go in there, tell them you're with me, and everything will be fine." And walked out. Uh, and meanwhile, I forced them to go in one by one and come into a separate channel like this. You know, we're playing on roll twenty. And what I did is I had yeah. two two stormtroopers that had defected to the rebel side but the way I set them up is that they love to play pranks. So they pretended like they'd done this scan and found contraband on the person and set off these alarms and then had like this huge gun turret come out of nowhere and start counting down. And. Oh no. So yeah, obviously the person is like struggling as much as they can to try and, you know, sneak away or disarm this and that. And then once the countdown finished, it just like, one of those bang flags pops out the end of the turret. And they're like, okay, help us help us trick the next person. Uh, so, they, so they tie him up, and then we let the next person in. And meanwhile, all the rolls were through roll 20. So everyone can't hear anything, but they just see a bunch of these rolls occurring. And then, you know, we start the process again. <laughs> and uh, that, that was a lot of fun. Hmm. Sounds like it. Particularly when, when Trevor, Trevor's character, was a droid. I was like, oh, can I leave my con channel open? So finally, as the third person, everyone else, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. So I left the channel open. Everyone else got to hear what was going on. and uh, We all had a good laugh about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Entering public chat. Oh, hey, they're back. There we go. Hello. 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 I have consumed my first victim and I am ready for the
2: next...
1: <laughs> I sold y'all out. Good. I sung like a canary.
0: That violin champ is going to be so disappointed in you.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> yes, well.
0: Um all right, I I think that was quite illuminating. Um who would like to come next? <clears throat> I
3: I suppose There's the more more serious business partner here I should I should probably go next.
0: <clears throat> uh separated, right please. Please. Entering private chat. Um, uh, hello. Um, what What did you say your your name was, Doctor Bozo? Uh, um, uh, Doctor Jidrod
3: Bozlow, Ph.D. in, in clown biz- businessology. Uh, excuse me, one one moment. I need to uh, prepare for for the interview. And uh, Clytus sets the briefcase down, and you know quickly turns the tumblers, open the lock, and immediately upon opening, like two or three uh spring snakes come flying out the sides of of the suitcase or the briefcase um then- as
0: soon as like those pop out um Stefan jumps uh, about a foot ha- foot and a half in the air and he starts pounding on his chest he says oh, you you people do certainly like to frighten whoo and
3: Clydes oh. completely acts as if nothing happened just reaches into the briefcase pulls out a red clown nose puts it on his face, and then calmly closes (laughs) the briefcase.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm prepared now. (laughs) Um, Excellent. Um, uh, Can you tell me, uh, what was it that prompted the the four of you to create this little trade business? Money, of course, and the the excitement
3: of, of bringing the joy of clowning And the synergy of the circus to everyone in Ellendale, and and what better spectacle could you have than, and better return on investment than in the modern everyday trains, the lifeblood of the Ellendale Basin.
0: Yes, interesting. Uh, Yes, interesting. And um, this was your your first one of these outings, correct? Of course, it was. A magnificent, brand-new spectacle,
3: which is unfortunately soiled by whatever foul business was occurring on that other
0: train. <laughs> Indignity. Yes, and that—that—that that, that is the reason that we're here. Um, what can you tell me? I'm personally offended, you know. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sure. It, it sounds like you've put lots of work into this. Um Indeed. what can you tell me about the explosion? Have you
3: seen our brochures? And then Clytus opens the briefcase again and pulls out one of the brochures from the train and hands
2: it to him.
0: Oh, um and uh th- I forget exactly like how good it looked. Like it was not anything special, right?
3: I don't remember. I think I because I remember
0: calling you guys a shell. Uh that's all I remember about that. Yeah,
3: I, I think <laughs> I think they looked good enough to be like, you know, clearly shit. You know,
0: like, <laughs> um, was this one that was on the boards, and like you went and grabbed it and pulled it off?
3: I'm, I'm thinking this is this is one's gonna be from like that original set that
0: we handed away on the train. Okay. Okay. Um. So he he looks at it and he says, "Oh, um, I wonder why uh, Roselle didn't." Have this for me, but uh, thank well, you very um, much. I-
3: I'm I'm the more business minded uh, between the three
0: of us, of course. Me and the the Doctor and all. <clears throat> um, he kind of frowns a little bit. Go ahead and give me a charm roll. Do I get uh, deceptively
3: lackadaisical?
0: Um, yeah, I think you can get that one. That nice. makes sense. Oops.
3: Ooh, I got fives and a nudge.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you cut out at the first part.
3: Uh, I said I got fives and a nudge.
0: Um. So he like he studies you for just a second, and then like he just kind of goes, <laughs> "Of course, of course, yes, indeed." Yes. Um. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh. So what? What can you tell me about the explosion?
2: Well, I I,
0: I can tell you that I was busy. Uh,
3: examining my fellow clowns, and, you know, of course, preparing for my own act. And, uh, after that had gone successfully, uh, just noticed some sort of odd smoke coming from the other train. And I didn't pay it too much mind, but it was a little worrying. But, of course, being the business-minded clown that I am, I had to focus on on our, our fellow uh, cl- clownsmen. And, uh... All of a sudden, there was a large explosion and damn near scared everyone off the side of the train. Go to look out the window, and and half that train is gone, debris raining from the sky. It was insane. I was unfortunately rather tied up at the moment, so I wasn't able to do much to help.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Good callback. I Um, fucking love that one. Um, now, um, I understand that at some point there were there were performers from your train on top of the other train. Of course, it's just good business, uh, advertising,
3: location, location, location. And of course, since we're on a train, our location is everywhere. So, uh, fellow trains, that's a good location. And we just spread our brochures. At, you know, you've, you've seen how well they're designed.
0: Uh, he he gives another smile. Um, how how well do you know the people in Ringling Circus?
3: Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm rather new to the clown business. It, it was a long time in the correspondence course gaining my PhD, you know. And uh, well, this was really my first gig.
0: Okay. Um. Do you know if there might be uh, any motives among any of the performers? Corporate sabotage, or undermining a noble house—you know. Do you know of any of them who might have money problems, or something of that nature that might provoke them to plant a bomb, something of that? Bomb.
3: And Clydes
0: like uh, hypothetically
3: clutches his chest. (laughs) Outrageous! If if any of them ever stoop to that, I won't have it, and he bangs his. His fist on the desk. Why, they'll be fired this instant. I must find the appropriate paperwork. And and Clytus opens a briefcase and just starts tossing out various uh, documents that are, you know, most of them written in crayon. Others are clearly just trash, you know, trash posts that were scavenged from the boards. And then finally at the (laughs) bottom of them, there's, you know, a a pie. And then he, he picks up the pie and sets it out in front of him.
0: Yes, I believe this will do. Um Stefan is uh looking mildly alarmed. Um he's stopped taking notes which he has been had been doing since the start of the conversation like his uh his pen has just kind of stopped mid word as he's just sort of staring across the table as you toss things out behind you.
3: Uh, what was the question again there Inspector?
0: Uh, <laughs> do you possibly know if there might be any motives among the performers for performing some a crime of this nature. A crime, outrageous and <laughs>
3: <laughs> pounds the pie in front of him <laughs> and splats
0: it all. Over. <laughs> 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 This is what's again? As soon as you slam your fist on the table, uh, Stefan jumps about a foot in the air, um, out of his seat. And this time, his seat like kind of clatters over. Um, give me a physique roll, because you're just like slamming your fist into this pie, right?
3: <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I know
0: it's bad form to laugh at your
3: own jokes, but I can't help it. <laughs> Uh, I got ones ones and a nudge.
0: <laughs> okay, um, with ones and a nudge, um, he gets, like, a big splotch, like, on his face and a little bit down his glasses and, like, a little bit of a dribble on his coat. Um, but most of the rest of it, like, spl- explodes up back onto you and then, like, all over the table. It's on his notes a little bit and then, like, on the walls and a little bit on the ceiling. Um, there is just pie.
3: Clydes just, like, takes a finger and... Uh, you know gets a good helping of the filling and gives it a taste mm, yes, blueberry of course, mm, proper pie <laughs> uh, what was the question
0: again inspector <laughs> let's let's move on um uh, how well do you know your three uh business co owners um your, your associates uh, hinston and Roselle and Finn?
3: Uh, well, I would, I I would say that uh, we know each other only as well as coworkers can can know each other. We're we're not too personally close, but um, we've we've been planning this for I would say at least a little while, maybe good nigh on a, a a few months or so, if my memory does serve me correctly. And um, I would say that Miss Belladora clearly dresses very well. I would say that Mister Hinston is. A little unsufferable, but competent. And, uh, um, Mr. Technical Guy is, well, Mr. Technical Guy. He does the technical things.
0: Um, I believe you just referred to Miss Roselle as uh, Belladora. Can you tell me why? Did I? You most certainly did.
2: Well,
0: interesting.
3: Well, I I suppose it is a very beautiful name, having bell in the name. I always like bells. The ringing. And of course, they would go very well on doors. Can you imagine the effort that you'd be saved if instead of having to bang your fist on the door, you could simply just ring a bell? Yes, it does seem like a good business opportunity, don't you think? Uh, You see him write a
0: couple of notes. Um, and then he gets a, a, a slightly apprehensive look on his face, and he says, Is there any sort of motive you could ascribe to your business associates for why they might engage in something, um, ne- nefarious? No. Uh, he looks very relieved at the ver- at the simple answer. Incredibly relieved. He was very afraid you were going to hit the pie again. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is there anything else that uh, you think that is that I should know before we end this interview? Uh,
3: I would say, have you have you ever thought about getting into the business of investing? I have a we we clearly have a very promising business endeavor ahead of us. Well, now would be the appropriate time to be getting right in on the ground floor, and uh, you know, profits are best when one gets in early.
0: Well, uh, Miss Roselle has already uh, promised to stop by my office to discuss things at a future date. So, oh, um, of course, of course, she
3: she is, of course, the face of the organization. I'm, I, I'm the brains it
0: behind it. Does Pierre? You you are quite spirited um quite spirited indeed uh and well, he's uh wiping the the pie from his glasses at this point um you know, well he's been trying to but he's about finished it that would be the
3: clown half of the clown bizology of course uh one's w- one cannot be come from a school of clowning and clown businessology if one does not have the true spirit of clown well that, that would just be business quite frankly,
0: just business is to fall uh, too uh, Yes, um his, his eyes has kind of glazed over a little bit. He stopped taking oh. notes. Um but I believe that what we're, we're done here, if we can uh I move on to the next person.
3: Oh, of course allow me to, to present you with my card. And then Clydes opens up the briefcase again and, and gets out just a, a small uh you know, business card sized sheet of paper that's just in written in in crayons his Dr. Girard Boslow.
0: Um he uh he kind of slides it in into a pocket where the uh the uh, the pamphlet that you gave him is.
3: Uh would you like to keep the pie or should I take it away?
0: Uh well, uh I I don't this is not my room, so whatever you want to do.
3: Of course. And Clavis then just packs up the suitcase, leaves the pie there on the table and
0: walks out. All right. Uh let's go ahead and jump back over.
3: Before we do, one, one quick prediction. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm going to bet that uh, that Zach is going to take a... <laughs> as long as you describe it to him, uh, I'm going to guess that Zach is going to take
0: a bite of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if he does. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's hop back over. Meanwhile.
2: You missed some fun stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm so disappointed that I'm not going to be able to hear this until it airs. <laughs>
2: I, I, Finnegan's already put together that his best bet is to not talk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Bella talked a lot, but not about
2: a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, John and I were saying, oh, wow, they're, they've been in there a long time. <laughs>
1: Probably just because of Bella giving her business pitch. Mm -hmm. My hope is just (laughs) that this inspector is going to come out of this whole situation being like, these guys are too stupid (laughs) to commit any sort of train robbery.
2: (laughs) Fucking John. (laughs) Businessology clown business
1: I feel like this is going to be a really fun episode to listen mm. back on
2: yeah, especially because these are happening more and more often where we don't know exactly what happens through the entire episode so we actually have to listen <laughs> to the episodes now <laughs> yeah god what an adventure
1: it's going to be if we just get fucking arrested
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure we would break out pretty easily <laughs> <laughs> i mean if breaking out turns out to be the plan
1: yeah i mean it's probably as easy as bella yelling for everybody to start a riot <laughs> and then the entire prison just starts shouting like that scene in avatar the last Airbender. Yeah. bender
2: why'd you go and do that uh aren't you angry <laughs> well yeah but i've been going to anger management classes <laughs> riot God,
1: I, just, I just want to know what's going on in there oh,
2: good lord <laughs> yeah literally literally i'm like okay we, we've learned from the chef debacle finnegan can only be himself ever <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one thing that i will say about like the the whole situation that Bella just had in there was uh she was asked by the inspector how long we've been working together and like how well she knows you guys and literally the only thing that she could think of was yeah Finn um he's unassuming she literally doesn't know another thing about him
2: <laughs> I wonder if they're going to call this episode the interviews <laughs> or the uh or the pitch,
1: oh God,
2: <laughs> I feel like that'd be that'd be the
1: episode title, yeah, that would be good.
2: So the gang pitches a business plan,
1: <laughs> I feel like with the way that this crew operates, all of our episode titles should have been structured like it's always sunny episodes,
2: oh. <laughs> uh... That, that the gang commits arson pro-
1: the gang commits arson <laughs> in parentheses again <laughs>
2: uh, that would probably be the episode title for about 50% of our episodes though
1: <laughs> it's true
2: <laughs> except for the one where we got the name of well roasted dusters we did not start that fire
1: yeah that's true we the only the gang one that didn't we did. Start it.
2: a fire for real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'd have to like start adding incredible like increasing detail to how the fire was started. Like the gang commits arson on a train. The gang commits arson at a party.
2: The gang commits arson. For the proletariat. <laughs> Gang commits arson for the mob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we kind of just have one. It's like it's card, like green Don't eggs we? with
2: and ham, but with arson. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it comes up so many times in the story, but it's different every time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then it's not a question of will we will we have arson? It's when will we have. Yeah, we will not have it well roasted, Dusters. Oh yes, you will. (laughs) Good Lord, this is taking a while.
1: I'm so excited to hear what goes on in (laughs) there. Oh gosh, I'm terrified. Oh gosh,
2: I have no idea. I'm just hoping he'll. I can bring my train set in and he'll play with me. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew my father.
1: Halfway through these interviews, Bella's just gonna bail. <laughs> leave a note on the table that says "gone leaving." Uh, Disappear to the roughs. And was never that? Be seen again. Did you get
2: that from? I, I I saw an I saw an episode of Brooklyn Nine or uh, Nine.
1: <laughs> it's one hundred percent from Brooklyn. <laughs> I just Nine. watched
2: that episode. And I'm like, son <laughs> of a bitch! That's where she got that.
1: It's just it's so, good. so good.
2: Yeah, she just left this note on her desk that said "gone leaving." Was that Gina that did that? That sounds like something Gina would do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I am terrified of what's going on in that side chat. They've been in there for a while.
2: They have. Oh my gosh. John's improv classes might be paying off.
1: (laughs) They're going to get back into general and then... (laughs) Both Bella and Finn are gonna be in handcuffs before we know what's happening. Oh gosh.
2: Well if he if he brought normal handcuffs, I could break out of them. <laughs> hmm.
1: Are we just gonna have to leave town again after this?
2: Maybe. <laughs> Bella would hate that. <laughs> Too far away from any amenities.
1: I don't know, I feel like she might enjoy being arrested less than that.
2: oh, that's fair.
1: I don't think that Ellen Dell has any like cushy, low security prisons.
2: um yeah, I do not know.
0: entering public chat oh. They're back. Hello. They are. Back. Hello. Hello. Uh, John, would you like to describe Clytus' appearance, or should I?
1: Oh God.
3: <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm gonna let
0: you do it. Um. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the door opens and Clytus steps out and uh, smeared all over the front of Clytus' clown costume, a little bit on his face, um, all on his arms, and especially on his right hand, uh, is just a huge mess of blueberry pie filling. Yes. <laughs> All over. Um, you see the inspector who is like um studiously wiping his glasses with a handkerchief that has been stained blue, and there are a couple of spots of blueberry um dribbling down his coat. <laughs> um Finn, I believe it was, um I'm ready for you.
2: So, uh, so what Finnegan does is he picks up whatever table he's got with the model train on it, and he's bringing it with him.
0: Okay. Um. So it's probably then a much smaller table because I imagine this is a, like kind of a smaller office with a desk. Um. So I'm thinking like a, a TV tray size table. Then.
2: Then he may just be bringing the train. Okay. Itself.
0: Um. Yeah, that works for me. Um so you like scoop okay. all that stuff up and head inside? Yep. Uh, all right. Uh let's jump over to side chat. Entering private chat. Uh Finn, you walk into this room and um there is a blueberry pie sitting in the center of the desk that has exploded. Um there is a uh a, just a, a pile of blueberry debris. All over, including on uh, Stefan's open notebook. Um, there's a little bit of blueberry pie filling dripping from the ceiling actively. And um, there's no real way to, to sit down in the chair without getting at least a little blueberry on your pants. Um, there's also not a lot of place to put your train down. At least, unless you want a blueberry train. Okay. Oh, um. also behind the table um, there are various random pieces of paper um, that you recognize of having come off of the message boards um there is a couple of coiled up snakes um some crayons and just a couple of random other things uh just scattered behind the chair
2: that sounds about right uh so what finnigan uh, what finnigan's going to do is he's going to uh he's going to uh pull his uh sleeve up and he's going to wipe off a section of the table <laughs> To to set his train down on, and he's just going to say, It's really hard to get any work done with a clown hanging around, isn't it? Um, he certainly
0: seems to take his craft very seriously.
2: Oh, oh yes, absolutely. All the time. Makeup never comes off.
0: Uh, that's horrifying, to be honest. Um, I only spent a few minutes with the man.
2: Yeah, hold this. And he gives him a li- the little stick figures that he's made.
0: Okay, Um. yeah, he grabs onto them.
2: And so, what Finnegan is trying to do is he's trying to set up a rigging on the model train where he's got the little figure he handed him uh kind of attached to the trapeze like mm-hmm. the like the things that uh the uh uh acrobats were doing on the on the other train, mm-hmm. and he's trying to rig it so as the line is moving, there's a little light rig that follows it so they don't need a spotlight operator.
0: Go ahead and give me a physique roll um, to see if you can make like it look like you're not only like convincing at doing this work, but like proficient at it.
2: Uh, that is fours and a nudge.
0: Uh, yeah. So Stefan kind of um, he looks like he's about to talk. Um, for just a moment, and then he closes his mouth and he just kind of watches you as you kind of fidget with it. Um, and I think that you're able to, um, kind of get it set up in like a, a spotlight on like a metronome. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what you're kind of doing is like moving the weight up and down to see exactly what, uh, where it would need to be on the metronome to match the speed of the trapeze.
2: Um, and let and let go right now.
0: Uh, yeah, you let go, and it follows it exactly. And um, Stefan seems to be very engrossed, um, like watching it back and forth. Uh, that's uh, quite a, a talent, uh, and you do this on a much larger scale.
2: That's that's the plan.
0: Oh, in, intriguing! Um, your your other compatriots uh, spoke to me about uh, possibly investing, and um, I I can see like um, well, you know, this is this is quite impressive. I mean, clowns are clowns, and um, he like kind of scraped some of the pie away from uh, his jacket onto the table, but um, this uh, this sort of applied technology is uh, quite impressive. I I must say. Uh-
2: I mean, to be honest, I'm just lazy and don't like to be everywhere at once, so I'm rigging it so I don't have to operate the lights while moving something else.
0: Well, um, you know, I don't I don't want to cast dispersions, because I'm actually considering investing, but if you decided to pursue another career in some sort of mechanical sciences, it might uh, suit you. But uh, I digress, I digress. Um, I have a couple of questions for you, um what was the reason that you put on this performance
2: i was paid to do it
0: okay and he uh he looks down at his notebook and um he pulls that handkerchief off that he'd been u- out that he'd been using to wipe his glasses with and like kind of smears the blueberry off of it and then tries to keep writing at the bottom of the page starts to take notes um and uh yeah, you know, I understand that there were the performers from the circus who were on top of the other train while it was moving, is that correct?
2: I don't know anything about that. I'm just I'm just the tech guy. I just make there. I just make sure the things swing when they're supposed to swing and make sure nobody gets hurt. Anything out uh, anything outside of that is outside of my realm.
0: Okay. Um Uh it- Okay, uh, well, um, hmm. that does seem to limit some of my questions. I might um, ask them anyway, but I understand if you're not able to give me an answer uh, because of your, you know, best of the best and all that. Um, what was the reason that um, that train route was
2: chosen? Well, I wasn't really much part of the decision-making process on that myself. They just said, hey, can you work on a train? And I'm like, yeah, sure how much are you paying
0: okay um how well do you know uh, wriggling and his circus
2: i uh, wriggling not terribly well myself um i'm not part of the big business making decisions Um, uh, i'm much i'm much more uh i i i much more uh, work with roselle She's, she's the one to put my name forth
0: and um, how long have uh, have you worked with them though? Um, is this an ongoing relationship with uh, Ringling? Ringoling?
2: Uh, no, that's this was our first time. Uh it was it was a trial run of sorts.
0: Um, you see him try and make a notation up earlier on the page, uh, but the writing implement just kind of breaks the paper where the blueberry is and he uh gives a little bit of a sigh. Um, you wouldn't um happen to know if there was anyone in Riegeling Circus who might uh, have some sort of, um, and he uh glances at the pie um you notice for some reason a motive for planting a bomb or engaging in corporate espionage or sabotaging a noble house anything like that.
2: I mean, honestly, I'd look at the noble houses. They're always trying to stab each other in the back.
0: But do you know any any of the performers who might have like money troubles or have gotten into a drunken rage screaming about one of the other houses?
2: No, not that I know In her of.
0: van, perhaps.
2: Nothing comes to mind, sir.
0: Okay. Um how well do you know your, your business associates, um Hinston and uh and Boslow and um what was her name again? Roselle. Uh, well wh- how well do you know them
2: oh well i mean i'm I'm one of those people that kind of works from place to place and um so if someone says they've got a job for me and i mean i'm I'm a pretty strong lad, and I usually uh work here or there so i mean-
0: yeah, yes but uh, how well do you know them that of doesn't answer my question?
2: I know them well enough to know they're going to pay me. And that's really all I'm looking for in in my line of work.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, Do you know of any reason they might have for wanting to engage in corporate espionage or sabotage? Or, uh, you know, uh, sabotaging another noble house, planting a bomb?
2: Nothing comes to mind, sir.
0: Oh, I just have one last question. Um... Dr. Boslow referred to Roselle as, uh, Belladora. Um, you wouldn't happen to know the reason why he might have done that, do you?
2: Well, considering the fact that he's a rusting clown, he might get confused very often.
0: He, uh, did show some inconsistencies, and, um, he kinda, <laughs> like, looks at the pie, looks at the floor behind you, um... I suppose that a slip of the tongue was not the strangest thing that occurred in this room.
2: Um, oh, he opened the briefcase, didn't he?
0: Oh yes. Um. It, it, yes. You should. It,
2: you, sh- you shouldn't have let him do that.
0: Well, um, he was quite distraught. He said something about paperwork for firing Ringling, and then he pulled out a pie. And then he asked me to repeat my question, and when I did, he slammed his fist into the pie. Um, it was quite distressing, uh, but... Well, oh, that's, uh,
2: that's how he likes to fire people, by throwing pies in their face.
0: Oh, um, I suppose, um...
2: It gets the message across quite well.
0: From a, a clown's perspective, I suppose um, that might uh, make sense uh but uh i'm not sure that i have any further questions for you if
2: uh oh here hold this and i've got another i've been kind of tinkering with the uh tinkering with the train uh just to kind of uh just to kind of make it seem like i'm i'm more focused on that than the actual conversation cuz you know it's my job um quote unquote um and i'm going to uh i've 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 kind of jerry-rigged, uh, kind of like the circle of life moment again, where it's kind of like an animatronic uh, with acrobats uh, being various animals and things. I I kind of want to see how that works on a smaller scale because I love that moment and I just kind of <laughs> wanted to recreate it.
0: <laughs> uh, give me another physique roll. Uh,
2: fours and two nudges.
0: Uh yeah, so um you you're able to put on like a uh, again like kind of get him engrossed and forget about the fact that like he just tried to end the interview. Um he's sitting there holding this and watching you like fidget with it as uh you're able to do some kind of impressive things with the this small uh setup that you've uh, uh, built for yourself.
2: Oh and uh, what was that you were saying? I'm sorry. I I I get so uh, uh- engrossed in my work
0: yes i i can definitely understand why um you know i don't let them take advantage of your genius and like he he puts a hand on your shoulder and like looks you in the eye as he says this
2: you think I'm a genius?
0: You're, you're definitely uh, doing some impressive things with these miniatures. I, You know, if the, if the circus is able to, to put these ideas into use, or if you are able to find a way to put this into use in, in, in industry in some way, uh, I just do not undersell yourself, uh, because from what I've seen here, you've got some real talent on your hands.
2: Well, thank you, sir. You've given me a- quite a lot to think about.
0: Well, of course, of course. He stands up and he packs all the things and he uh, opens the door um, and we can head back into the other chat. Meanwhile.
1: So sounds like that went well for you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there there was a moment where I'm like, you know what? I had no plans for this, but this is the perfect opportunity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: unfortunately I let your real name slip. I completely forgot. Oh name.
1: god. Okay.
3: But hopefully with everything else that was going on, <laughs> I just came across as fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> Bella's going to get fucking arrested.
3: <laughs> Maybe
1: I kept joking about how all of us are going to get arrested at the end of this, but jokes on me—it's just going to be Bella.
3: I—I was—I guess at least fortunate or maybe unfortunate enough. I, for whatever reason, I didn't think. Oh, oh yes, be- uh, Lena has a cover name, even though we discussed it, and I just remembered that uh, Finn had only called himself the technical guy. So instead of calling him Finn, I just called him Mr. Technical Guy. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, I can only hope the viewers enjoy that, because, uh, oh, I had a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: so glad.
3: We apparently had the same idea of trying to hire him as an investor.
1: <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that, like, 80%... Of the time that I spent in there. It was just Bella trying to sell him on her business pitch.
2: Yeah, 80,
3: 80% of my time in there was talking complete nonsense. <laughs> Apparently scaring the shit out of
1: him. <laughs> Good.
3: I wonder uh, I wonder how Zach is doing. Oh, I, I made a bet with Trevor before I left. So I left the pie there. And I said, Trevor, I, I'm betting... So long as you describe the pie being there that Finn is going to take a bite of it.
1: Oh, I I wouldn't want to take that bet cuz I would be on the same team as you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. was oh, <laughs> the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, I bet you you're probably right." <laughs> that fits with his
2: character.
3: I don't know how realistic it is to have a southern person suddenly pulling out this phony British accent, but uh I'm not good enough at layering, or even doing the southern accent itself, let alone layering another one on top of it.
1: Oh god, same. Maybe Bella will just, like, fake her death.
3: (laughs) I could see her doing that.
1: She'd have to make it as dramatic as possible. Make herself into, like, the new survivor, or some bullshit like that.
3: And, of course, it would have to involve fire and explosives.
1: Oh, absolutely.
3: (laughs) At this point, I feel like if there's anything that our group is good at, it's being dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I wonder if we do get arrested, whether uh, Mr. Inspector will do it right on the spot, or will he come back later, or will the actual police who aren't the nerds coming to it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll find out. Probably. We'll probably find out in very short order.
3: <laughs> did, did he ask you uh, how long we've known each other? Yeah. What did you Luckily,
1: say? Um, Bella doesn't know shit about either Finn or Clytus. So she was like, yeah, I don't know. We've been working together for a while. We know each other like, all right. I know that Finn is, and then there was like a really, really long silence, and all she could come up with was unassuming.
3: <laughs> that that kind of fits with what I said about it. It was like, Mr. Technical Guyism, of course, good at technical things <laughs> <laughs> that that's unfortunately where I let your name slip, I was like. Oh, well, you know, we, we know each other uh, about as well as co workers know each other, which is to say, not that particularly well. But uh, We've we'd, we'd been working for a while, I'd say, trying to come up with the business for nigh on a few months. And, well, uh, Miss Belladora is rather pretty. And of course, it's where I let your name slip. <laughs> oh,
1: God, Bella's going to jail! Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, my bad.
1: That's all right.
3: I mean, if nothing else, if you were the only one to get arrested, you know that we'll do a jailbreak.
1: Yeah, I I feel like if that's what it came down to, like Bella's the only one to get arrested and the other two of you are fine, um, like you'd be staging a jailbreak at the same time that there's like a riot mysteriously breaking <laughs> yeah. out in the prison. Yeah, right.
3: I mean, realistically though, like if, I doubt only you would be the one to be arrested.
1: That is true enough.
3: <laughs> Cuz yeah. there's there's certainly no Dr. Girard Bolt. <laughs> 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 and it's kind of hard to mistake Clydes for his height.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, if they do get arrested, I'm not too concerned for their safety. I'm more concerned for anybody who works at that prison.
3: <laughs> right? I don't know though we won't we won't be able to smuggle anything in.
1: That's true, but I mean, it hasn't really stopped Bella before she's had a gun for how many episodes <laughs> now and she's only pulled it out I once or twice. It.
3: And we all know that doors are just a fun game for Finn. <laughs>
1: yeah. As long as Bella's not gagged, she is a threat.
3: Claudius well, would be useful as a bodyguard, but well, I guess I guess he does have his connection, so that could come in useful as well.
1: Oh yeah, there's gotta be some mob people in the prison. I love except. how we have already, like, decided that they're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, like, preemptively planning for what to do when they do go to jail. <laughs>
3: I, I mean, I did let that slip.
1: <laughs> that, was a, that was a bit of a slip. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that we would... I mean, we... Not the only thing. The thing that we would have going for us in that case is that Bella looks... Quite different, most likely, without the red hair and like the floofy dresses.
3: True.
2: And
1: she's also (laughs) been going by a different name for a while, so.
3: I doubt that, uh. I doubt he'll find many coloss blooded going around speaking with a British accent. (laughs) Of course, the height is, uh, the giveaway.
1: It's yeah, it is somewhat striking. High. Yeah.
3: No, six foot three is not your average dude. Of course, he may not realize that Kaleidos is blooded, since he's got all the paint on.
1: Maybe it's just a really tall dude. Just a really tall, like, super built clown.
3: With really sharp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Entering public chat. Ah! Hello. Hey, hey, he's back.
1: Hello.
2: I accidentally hit the carry instead also of back. General.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Stefan walks out um, first, and he is holding um, a couple of the little miniatures that uh, Finn had built for his model, um, and Finn follows out right behind him. Um, Bella, this time, uh, as Stefan leaves the door open and you get a glimpse inside... Um, you notice uh the the presence of blueberry pie filling just everywhere in the office um splattered over the desk <laughs> on the ceiling oh uh all over the floor and, um and also and, on uh
2: finnegan's finnegan's sleeve is covered in it as well yeah
0: his his uh right arm is dripping with uh blueberry um where it <laughs>
2: Did he do
3: the same thing that (laughs) Clyde did? No, no.
0: He actually ended up like clearing a space off, but he had to use his arm to do it, so now his arm is all blueberryed up. Um, I do believe Uh, that's all of the questions that I had to ask. Thank you very much for being so hospitable. Yes, of course. Um, He turns to leave. Um, He gets about uh, three-quarters of the way to the door. Before he uh, turns, he says, Oh, and Belladora, one more thing. Who? Okay, I just uh, I just had to check. Thank you. And uh, he uh, opens the door, and he steps outside. <laughs> oh, that's right! Bell's on the doors! Where's my paper? I should write that idea down!
3: And then Clydus <laughs> runs into the blueberry room. <laughs>
2: and uh,
0: I think that's where we're going to call it an episode.
2: Wait, wait, sorry. Um, so you'll notice as he's leaving, Finnegan's kind of beaming, and he goes to Bella, and and... Uh, he, uh, he 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 kind of dodges her, and he's like, "He called me a genius."
1: <laughs> I'd pat him on the arm, and then a little bit on the cheek, and I go, "Good for you, darling."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he didn't take his advice. uh uh, yeah i think that's what we're gonna call it an episode um thank you guys so much for listening um i do think that marks the official end of the clown train arc which has been wild um yeah and uh we will be back again in two weeks (laughs) thank you guys so much bye bye thanks for listening hey everyone i wanted to take a moment to talk about the future of the podcast um, this is probably going to be the last episode of Season 2.5, and as I've been fighting the tide for uh, you know two and a half years now, we've gotten to a point where the amount of episodes that we've recorded is just not going to keep up with the release schedule of every other week. Uh, and so, especially with uh, things going on in my own life that has made it a little harder to get to this um, and spend as much time on it as I'd like, we're going to be taking a couple months break. Um, ideally, I'd like to make it back in February and start releasing some more episodes, Um, hopefully start resolving uh, some of the storylines that we've been setting up for a couple of years now. Uh, but in the meantime, um, I wanted to let everybody know that we are not abandoning the podcast by any means. Um, it might look different in the future, uh, especially after season three for each of these groups in which, um, once their storylines resolve, uh, the format of the podcast might look different. The release schedule might look different. Um, I'm looking to get into law school next year. I'm doing my admissions process right now, which is eating up a lot of my time. And then going into law school, it's probably going to continue to eat a lot of my time. And so I have to make some difficult balance choices in terms of what I want to do for the podcast versus what I can actually commit to it. And so um, I want to be very open with everyone who's been a fan of the podcast up to this point about that process but i want to once again say that i am not abandoning the uh, podcast um i even if it's just once every couple months we release a one shot um it's something that i have enjoyed doing and i'd like to keep going and um if you guys have liked it as well and it's something that you want to see in the future we'd love to hear from you on twitter um in our email on discord um come talk about the show with us because we have really enjoyed doing it and we'd love to hear what your thoughts are uh from the people who have been listening um, and you know, I just want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart for uh, over two and a half years of uh, listening to this show and uh, going on this journey with us because it's uh, been something that's very been very special to me, and I'm uh, glad to have shared it with all of you. And I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with you in the future. So um, don't give up hope on us. We will be back. Um, and I will do my best to keep all of our fans updated as much as I can. Thank you so much for listening. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LLOS Podcast, or give us an email at Scadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Oh mm, mm, yeah! Hello. Um. Mm, uh. The name. Uh. Oh shit! Why didn't I prepare a fucking name? What is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, my brain has been eaten by the LSAT guys. Uh.
2: That's 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 uh. That's a that's probably uh I mean that's okay a lot of a lot of times naming people takes nine months, so yeah, so you're ahead of time
0: uh i am gonna just say that uh, his first name is Stefan,
2: <laughs> and through the power of editing all of this shall disappear.